As a little kid, I never wanted to get in trouble because my mother used to say, if you get in trouble in school, you're going to get it again when you get home. And it'll be even harder than what you got at school. It's set deeply in my mind and my heart to try to do things right. But I'm very imperfect, as we all are as human beings, and sometimes I've even sinned. We're all sinners. But there's one who can make all things right, and that is the only one who is righteous, God himself. St. Paul had to go through that same experience as we heard in our, excuse me, in our first reading, second reading today from the Philippians. St. Paul speaks about, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God, depending on faith, to know him and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by being conformed to his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. St. Paul is trying to teach us, and he had to learn the lesson himself, that when he was a practicing Jew, he was following the letter of the law, and he was making judgments upon others. Not unlike, of course, what we hear in our Gospel today from St. John. Here's this beautiful example, the letter of the law, the leaders were coming forward, the scribes and the Pharisees, and this woman who had sinned, had sinned even grievously. And what do they want to do? They want to condemn her. But not even God condemns her in the person of Jesus. And how important that is for us to remember in our spiritual lives. God has not come to condemn us, but to make us righteous in the sense of being made right. Not righteousness in the sense of like, well, I know better, but rather to order things rightly. And God orders things rightly by washing away our sins in confession, flooding us again with his extraordinary spiritual help through grace so that we can allow the things of the past to be past. And we can follow in the example and witness that Jesus is teaching in the gospel. Let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And even more profoundly, neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. Lent is the time for us to look honestly at ourselves, in our imperfections, our weaknesses, to get to confession, to get cleaned up, and then to literally leave that stuff behind by giving it to God. It's so easy for us to be discouraged because of the sins of our past or the struggles we have to not sin now. But the more we lean into God's grace, the more we call out to the Lord, we begin to realize he strengthens us over time. He converts us. He is the one who helps us get things rightly ordered not because we did it, but because we cooperated in humility with God's grace. And that's why it's so very important that we forgive each other and we leave judgment of others to God. And we live in that place of humble disposition and begging, Lord, fill me with your love that I can forgive 
that I will not judge others, that my own imperfections, whatever they all include, my inclinations to sin, that you, by your grace and your power within me, will enable me to rise above them, not because of me, but because of the power of your grace. As we draw so very close to Palm Sunday, and shortly after that, Holy Week and Easter, if we have not yet had the opportunity to get to confession, I encourage you to get there as soon as you reasonably can. And then, as you walk from that confessional, knowing that the sins have been absolved, because in the person of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, those sins are washed away. And to remember these words of Jesus, neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. And let us enjoy the grace of being made right in God because of God's love for us.